Welcome to The Eating Cast. I am Chris. And I'm Vincent. And today we're joined by CEO of Big Fork Brands, Lance Avery. Welcome. Uh, welcome. It's Thank an honor guys. to have you on. And to have such a, pretty much a, I guess a celebrity, a local celebrity. <laughs> no, I have you that far. <laughs> I, I would. I mean, you were on, uh, what was it? Um, you were at the Merchandise Market just recently. Uh, one of a kind. Yeah, we were there for four days. That's awesome. It's a long four days. What, what four exactly days. goes on in that? So it's an artist, it's on the seventh floor, um, and it's just an artist's bazaar. It's the huge, it's massive. It's the entire mm-hmm. first, or that seventh floor. Yeah. Um, I mean, thousands of vendors. Um, and we're in the gourmet section where we, it's basically a gigantic demo, like mm-hmm. at, a, at a store where we're mm-hmm. feeding, sampling people um, nonstop. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And Four then, days. Four days, yeah, and they're long days too. Um, and it's hard with with sausage because, like, basically, I can only bring up so much. Yeah, I got to keep it cold. Um, we've got coolers and it's a small booth, so it was like every morning you have to go and oh, replenish, yeah. and it's just like it's break it down, clean it up. Um, but it's great because it's like meeting so many uh, big fans of ours mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. Uh, potential new fans. Yeah, uh, throughout. Awesome. All throughout Chicago, so it's like... Did you bring these products? Oh, these yeah. These exact ones? Yeah. Well, those so. and our snack sticks and, yeah. uh, and Sorry, our sausage. Sorry, Oh, yeah. He's got ferrets. What is going on? <laughs> like, am I going crazy? <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. So, yeah. Um, so, kind of going in line with that, um, to our viewers and our listeners, today, Lance actually brought us some beef jerky. No, pork. Well. Or pork. pork I'm jerky. sorry, not beef jerky. I, I know. Corrected. I, well, no, it's okay. Um, it's okay. I always, because I'm always so used to like beef. It, it's, 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 like, it's kind of like Band-Aid, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. like, uh, yeah. So pork jerky, yeah. as well as some lovely pork sticks. Yes. And we just want to say thank you for providing of this course, for us. Yes. I haven't eaten yet, so that's awesome. <laughs> and as well as to kind of like wash this all down, we got some lovely coffee. Yeah, Starbucks. Yeah. Starbucks, I'm still looking for that sponsorship, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, we'll someday, someday. 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 Yeah. But yeah, all right. So kind of um, going down the line, I know we yeah. took them out of the bags. Yeah. So this is of, the maple one. Yeah, for sure. So that's It's always a little bit darker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can see the, the sweet glaze on that um versus the other two mm-hmm. that are lower in sugar okay and then and then this, this is a one. spicy three pepper mm-hmm. okay i like that and that's so that's got you can see the uh, crushed red chilies yeah oh, yes. and then there's black pepper and then there's actually habaneros in there it's like a habanero powder Ooh. which it gives it the heat but it's not i like to say it's like five out of ten mm-hmm. okay um in the heat scale where um you can enjoy the whole bag where it's not going to be like, oh, you, you can't enjoy yeah. a whole bag of jerky. Okay, um, awesome, awesome. So it's not too spicy, but so it's, 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 it's always it's good to have a little water. You know, right. Yeah. But, you, you know, jerky is pretty salty because it needs to be due yeah. to its natural preservatives yeah. of, of salt. So it dries and it then this And then this is the original. That's so, the original? Yep. All right. And these are the exact same ones in the sticks, right? I see no, them. it's... it's oh. Well, the color... The color um, uh, is the same, like uh, for the labels. Yeah. But it's actually, um, they are different, like... Maple and pepper? So I basically combine oh. a little black pepper and maple. And then I see right over here the green ones, uh, Thai, green. Thai green curry. Yes. Oh, what oh. the... That's interesting. So, um, yeah, actually, interesting story with the, the Thai green curry is that I, um, I was trying to find a curry paste without mm-hmm. fish sauce. Without um, fish sauce. And... I would love to have it, but the problem is USDA um, is they they basically um, they regulate all meat products mm-hmm. and catfish. Catfish, okay. And you uh, so and then FDA mm-hmm. they regulate all like vegetables, non non meat, and then all fish. Mm. So okay. my concern was like if I bring in. A fish sauce um, or an ingredient of you know fish, um, I would I, I would it'd be a, f- a flag or a trigger for USDA, mm-hmm. and it might not get approved. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> the path of least resistance was to find a curry paste uh, without fish sauce. Now it took me over six months to find, um, and I was about to go to Thailand and actually <laughs> like source it myself. Oh man! And then uh, I don't know. I don't know how I found it, but um, it was probably through uh, the interwebs. But um, I found out that the importer was like 12 miles away from my house. 
was oh. like, oh, wow, that's really... In Argyle? Uptown? It's uh, No, no, it's uh, uh, the western suburbs. Oh, okay. And so it, it was crazy. And so tried it out. Um, one, you know, one formulation test. And it was, yeah. it's incredible. It's like sweet and uh, it's also a little salty, right? For it's fish sauce, right? Yeah, well, fish, yeah, sauce, fish yes. sauce is, yeah, it has, and it, I would love to, like, if, yeah. from a flavor perspective, like, yeah. if I was just, you know, from a chef-driven, I would love to use that. Yeah. It's just more from a regulation perspective and yeah. the headache there. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to stay away from that, mm, which is, awesome. but then it's kind of weird how you think, um, like, catfish and I swear it's because it has the word cat in it. <laughs> like it's it's you know it's it's uh, inspected yeah. through the USDA. It's it's that, one of those weird things. Yeah, that kind of got me. Like when you said that, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah, because back in the day, I wanted to do a um, so you know I started this whole business with sausage, mm-hmm. and one of the um, the the sausages that I wanted to make was a bacon and salmon sausage. Oh. But there, that's that. That was my first introduction into trying to find a manufacturer that can that's both USDA regulated and FDA because salmon falls under the FDA. Yeah. And that was when I was like, okay, hey, um, you know, a couple of years later when I was doing the Tigering career, I was like, I got to stay away from this because that took me. That was a <laughs> it was a roller coaster. Yeah, it was a it was a that, that ended up in like a dead end. So yeah. yeah. All right. So with that said, yeah, and kind of like, that's a pretty good intro. This um, was really good. Yeah. Oh, I gotta try it. All right, so Lance, um, kind of what um, our listeners would probably like, um, and yeah. what we would like love to hear, like kind of, if you don't mind sharing, like um, kind of your story, right? Like, sure. Um, <clears throat> what you did prior, um, kind of where you're at now, uh-huh. who you are, kind of like an intro of who yeah. you are. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've actually been in the food business my whole life. Um, okay. Started uh, in high school. I was a busser. Mm. Um, yeah, at like a buffet salad joint. You know, and then uh, went off, to, and, and it's funny. I actually my first this is really good too. Thank you, thank you. I like um, it. Actually, my first cooking class I took when I was eight years old. So what? I kind of have always had okay. that bug. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of grew out of necessity too. I was kind of like a hungry teenager, and mm. there wasn't uh, a lot of uh, parental. Uh, guidance, so it's like kind of had to learn how to feed myself, mm-hmm. and it was like nothing fancy or anything. It was like seriously cooking out of like a can and you know out of the freezer and you know whatnot, but trying to make it a little bit better, mm-hmm. you know, adding spices and stuff like that. Um, went to went to college and then uh, went to culinary school after that, and then started working in like fine dining restaurants, and then that morphed into uh, more of a R and D job. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so for the last basically 20 years, I've been doing product development um, for food manufacturers and ingredient companies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, doing like more like large scale formulations. But I've worked with like, um, you know, like uh, McDonald's and Long John Silver's and, you know, major like meat companies like Tyson and all those. Yeah. Um, in, in various roles, I've, uh, I've been... Uh, I was working for a seasoning company for for a while that worked um, that works with like you know major major food companies um, and then uh, eight years ago I started Big Fork mm-hmm. and that was really I actually started two jobs at once I um, I left I was with I was with a consulting group um, a local consulting group and started uh, Big Fork. And what I call Avery Innovations, which is the kind of the parent company, which is a basically I was consulting with other food companies. Okay. Uh, to ma- basically make ends meet, you know, it's like yeah. when you start a business, you're not making any money on that, yeah. and so you're like, uh, so I was working, you know, basically two jobs full time. It was a busy, very busy time in mm-hmm. in, in my life. Um, okay. And it was. Trying to split the time 50-50, but I was probably consulting about 80% of the time. And so I had some people helping me out uh, where they could. And that was just in the... That, at that time, we didn't have any jerky or sausage. Mm-hmm. Or I mean jerky or snack sticks. It was just the sausage. Right. And we sold mostly to food service restaurants and stuff like that. And then um, then we got into Whole Foods. Okay. So we started doing the retail side. And, so you uh, got into like Whole Foods like the... Yeah, and actually, really, that started because of our hustle, and you know, there at the time they were really into local. Yeah, 
Um, and we were doing a lot of farmers markets. We were doing a lot of street festivals. We also did Lollapalooza, mm-hmm. um, Riot Fest. So we were we were out, you know, working it during the week. But then on the weekends, we were doing like what I did at one of a kind. Mm-hmm. But this was almost every weekend, every other weekend. It was it was yeah. It was because because you still fly out every now and then, right? Because I remember when I first emailed you, you're like, "Yeah, I'm flying out right now." Oh yeah. So oh, well, I and yeah, and so now. So now it's evolved, you know, I mean, just like most businesses, they evolve and you, um, but we, uh, one of our major distributors is, um, Cisco. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's I'm familiar they, with Cisco. Know, yeah. It's national uh, food service. So they do, you know, mostly with, they work with hotels and restaurants. Um, so I do a lot of shows with them and the, and that takes me anywhere from Florida to Northwest to California mm. and, and everywhere else. So awesome. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. My travel schedule in January. Yeah, that's where I'll be going. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So I cool. do know Cisco also works with um, um, when I used to work at this place, um, they work with um, what do you call it, Swedish Covenant Hospital. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have they have a contract with them. That would totally. make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great. Um, I mean, it's 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 given us the opportunity to basically go wide. Mm-hmm. Um, and still focus on the food service side, which is where we started the business. Um, and we, so we work with yeah, small independent chefs and and restaurateurs all over mm. the awesome. nation. What? So when you first started Big Fork, yeah, what was that that moment? You're like, I'm making, I'm gonna do this. That push. Um, okay, the, it, great. Um, I, I love this memory. It was uh, so I've been going to. Bacon Fest okay. in Iowa. I think um, this is going to be year 13 now. But I went to it when it was like the first year. I've been every single year. Uh-huh. And I was doing this as a chef. It's just kind of like a way of um, seeing a couple friends from Iowa. I'm an Iowa boy. Okay. Um, and also just kind of like having fun, you know, a weekend away from the family, away from, you know, just kind of it's a kind of it, my, my buddy told me about it. And it was a like 100, 150 people at a bar. I was working for Sara Lee at the time. Mm-hmm. I did this uh, this cheesecake with bacon, maple, pumpkin. Yeah, it was a bacon, maple, pumpkin cheesecake. Whereas like bacon was intermixed in this mm-hmm. in the actual cheesecake. It was in the crust and it was on top. God, what, oh, I man. what would that taste like? It was it, actually. I have the recipe. I think it might be on my website. I don't know. I, if it's not, I can I can throw it up there. Um, I have it. It's great. It's it's delicious. But um, that was like 150 people at a bar. And yeah. then fast forward three years, um, they have like now it's like 5,000. It's like it's oh, wow. blowing up. And I'm like, hmm. And so every year I go and I do something kind of fun. I did like bacon bananas foster one year, and we were on like we were on the local news, and it was bacon banana. Bacon bananas foster. Wait, what's foster? Like so, so you take basically a big skillet, uh-huh. and you have your bananas, and you create like it's like you throw in some butter, you throw in brown sugar, mm-hmm. and uh, then and then I threw in Templeton rye uh, whiskey. That's my whiskey, right and then <laughs> and it like you know flamed up, yeah. and then and then so um, you just throw bacon in there. Okay, it was already like cooked and chopped up, so it was like. So you have like this salty, savory, oh, sweet. Damn. It's and then you usually serve that over ice cream, mm-hmm. and we serve like a th- couple thousand people in this. Yeah. Oh my god! Um, so now I want dessert. Yeah, it was, <laughs> and it was really good. Oh gosh! Damn. But it, then it, it kind of dawned on me. I was like, this keeps growing, and people yeah. love bacon. Yeah. So I, you know, the next year kind of was set on my. Uh, he was just kind of thinking about what I'm going to serve this year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why don't I take my product development skills and actually create a product um, that I can actually sell? You know, instead of, like, yeah, I've been doing this for other companies, for other, like, massive national chain restaurants mm-hmm. for the last, you know, 15 years. Why don't I actually take some one of my own ideas? And I've always kind of had like an entrepreneurial spirit, but never, um, never really executed on any of these ideas. You know, I just had a lot of ideas, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of people do. You know, it's, it's, yeah. that's the easiest part is coming up with the ideas. But um, so I came up with this. Okay, let's take bacon and stuff it into an encased meat, 
Um, now, so I, I worked on this this idea, like after hours, um, you know, in my kitchen, and it found out that it was actually relatively difficult. Um, it was just not a. It's not an easy process. It's just mm-hmm. it was, and so that's when I knew actually when it was difficult. I had an idea. Like that was like okay, so we have some barriers of of entry. It's not like anyone can do this. Um, but I spent you know it was like probably seventy five hundred different um, attempts before I I got it right. And then when I did, it was just around that time for Bacon Fest. And I was like, let's present it to Bacon Fest. Perfect. So. Um, I had a local butcher um, make up my formula. And she mm-hmm. showed up in Des Moines, picked it up, served it, and uh, and it was actually my wife's first bacon fast. Oh wow! And she came and she's like, "Wow, this, this is crazy," but it was after like maybe three, four hundred people that have been by and were like, "Where can I get this? Where can I get this? Where can I get this?" And I was like, "Oh, it's just an idea." Blah, blah, blah. I turned to her and I was like, honey, I think I found my new day job. Dang. And then <laughs> I got twist bumps right there. And then two weeks later, I quit my day job and started before. Oh my god. So I love that. That spark that just gave yeah. me goosebumps. And that was I, that was that was that it, that was the time when I was like, mm. damn, okay, this is something special. Yeah. yeah. And uh yeah, and I see it every every you know, like when I was at one of a kind. When people are like, Oh my god. And they love it, it's like it reassures me to keep going, you know, because it's not been, it's not, you know, it's still tough. We're yeah. still small, struggling business, you know. It's not like it's not an easy ride. No, it's not. But I mean, never. I don't think it ever. It ever. So mm-hmm. yeah, I've just finally become comfortable with the uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So kind of like um, with your products and everything like that. Like, um, I do know. Like we talked about this a little bit over email. Um, I believe it was on um, the Hillshire Hogs. Oh, the Berkshire Hogs. Or Berkshire. Yes. Why do I think Hillshire? Well, there's oh, Hillshire wait. Brands. Yes, that's, that's why I was thinking of that. Yeah. 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 So, Berkshire Hogs. Berkshire. Ber- Berkshire Hogs. Yeah. <laughs> Berkshire so, or Berkshire, you can say okay. either one. If you're from so, Iowa, it's Berkshire. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Sorry for um, no, all no, of those. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm butchering it. That's just how I am. All right. So, um, what kind of... Um, What's the, what's the difference between those hogs and compared to, like, you know, every other no hog you see there? Um, so, I mean, high level, uh, Berkshire, there it's no it's like the Wagyu, it's known as the Wagyu of, of, of pork. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Wagyu is, you know, real yeah. well known in, in the beef world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it's actually uh, 90% of all Berkshire pork that's raised in the United States is actually exported to Japan. Oh, really? So Japan, they get, Ooh. which is, I, you know, because that's where it kind of comes in that whole, you know, Wagyu started in Japan. And we get that. Yeah. So, and so there's this, there's this interesting, so nice. um, and it's really, I mean, uh, Berkey's, it's a, they're, they're really docile mm-hmm. um, pigs mm-hmm. and they're, they're super, uh, they're all black and they're just known for this excellent marbling, you know, like the, you know, they say with Wagyu, it's like the, they're marbling. Yeah, the so it's, it's really, um, the fat is like intermixed mm-hmm. really well into the actual protein. Mm. Yeah. And so that's what it creates a, just a different, um, uh, flavor characteristic. And then, so it's, I mean, I, you know, been doing this for a while and, and trying different pork and it's just, it's, it's honestly, it's the, it's the best I think it's the best pork on the planet. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I want to actually support those farmers. Um, so I, I work with the, uh, like mostly farmers in Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're basically these small independent guys that, that raise the Berkshires, their outdoors, or they have 24 hour access to the outdoors. Mm-hmm. So, um, being an Iowa boy, uh, 97% of the hogs are raised in confined feedlots. Mm-hmm. So I work with a 3% that are not. So okay. it's like, so it's very limited what I can, who, who I can work with. But I want to, I want to support those farmers. Right. Because they're doing it differently. Um, because confined feedlots, um, they smell. Yeah. They smell, like, depending on which way the wind blows. 
like people say, oh, it's the the smell of money. And I'm like, no, it's just that's not money, bro. That's not money. And uh, you know, and if if there's like a massive rain, mm-hmm. um, you know, like what they had in the Carolinas yeah. with those hurricanes, that destroy like the watershed. It just destroys. Um, and so, you know, if you spread out the concentration, it's way better for the the communities around in Iowa there's it's way better for the hogs themselves yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's better for the environment yeah. so because they yeah. don't use antibiotics either right 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 and so you have basically you force those those you know any type of animal into these little confined restricted environments they're going to spread disease like mm-hmm. like that but if you open them up let them kind of just be you don't need to use the antibiotics mm-hmm. you know so it is it costs more because it's it's less efficient yeah they take you know longer to raise, and mm-hmm. they it's 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 more area per um, per head, but that's there's other ways, and I think nowadays people are starting to understand if they're going to eat meat, make sure that it's at least the right type of meat mm-hmm. versus just any commodity, and at least I like to say happy hogs make good tasting sausage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, like you know, if if you're gonna actually eat meat, you know, make sure that they had a good life. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. I'm just trying to see it all the way through. Just like the cow, like they get spa days, they get massages. yeah, the wagyu, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. They yeah. get spa days. I yeah, know dude, that. the Japanese cow. Oh yeah, they they, they, they drink beer. A one treatment. Oh yeah, they get massages. You get drunk beer. You get drunk yeah, beef. yeah. They're oh, like, man. yeah, they get. That's wild. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why her Berkshire is the wagyu of pork. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. they get now they we get, get it. Spotties now we get yeah. it. Yeah, mm. yeah, that, it, yeah. But for hogs, obviously, like you know, I think um, what is it? They love the mud. I'm assuming. Oh yeah, totally. They, yeah. I mean, they love to root. They yeah. love to just destroy, uh, like a certain area of the, of a farm. Mm-hmm. And it's part, especially in the summertime, it's just for them to keep cool. That's just mm-hmm. what they do. Yeah, they just they love. They're just well, they're looking for grubs. Though. They, they're. I mean, they also, they eat, you know, mostly corn and soybeans, yeah. but then they're also, they're foragers as well. Yep. Yeah. And then, you know, like the, the smart farmers that, that do this, they have um, a certain amount of head of hogs and then they have a certain amount of, of chickens because okay. they kind of work really well together really? and they don't, yeah, because certain, um, you know, the chickens will eat certain things and then the hogs will eat other and they don't compete for that. Ooh. So it's a nice. There's there's some really cool farmers that do it really. I've got, um, there's like, I'll throw some some videos on social media of of the, some of the farmers that I work with and mm-hmm. just how they do it. It's kind of that sounds cool. really interesting. Yeah, and I believe like kind of like with the whole um, kind of hog and chicken idea. I believe you also have like a. Is there like um, a sausage that you had? Yes, yeah. So like, yeah. yeah, that's that's how I started the whole Big Fork was mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. the first five years was just sausage. Yeah. Um, so these jerky and snack sticks, this is yeah. this is more new. This is kind of, you know, obviously, um, you know, jerky, it's, you know, super on trend. Mm-hmm. But no one was really doing pork um, or they were doing, they were doing pork, but it was all bacon jerky. Which, which should totally fit within, you know, because we do a bacon sausage. Yeah. But um, I tried it all. And the weird thing about bacon jerky is that the fattiness, when it dries out, is kind of gross. Mm-hmm. I was, like, really turned off by it. And also, it has a tendency to go rancid. Oh. And this is getting my, my more of my food science brain into, um, into the business. And I was like, I don't want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, so we use, um, even though it's Berkshire um, pork, we use inside hams, which is like the leanest part mm. of the hog, just so that I can stay away from that fatty um, fattiness. But it's still, I have, what I like to say, it's a, it's bacon-inspired jerky. Yeah, I was going to ask, too, like, how much of that pig or the hog do you use? So you only use the lean part, then, right? For the jerky? Mm. I just use inside hams. Okay. Mm. Um, for the snack sticks, I can use a little fattier part. So I, I use, um, actually, this is a whole muscle. So these are all whole muscle. This is the other thing that's kind of like what makes us different compared oh, okay. to other, like, if you'd say like a like a Slim Jim or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually, I take uh, pork picnics, um, which has a great fat to lean ratio, very um, spot on. Uh-huh. And it's the same thing with our sausage. I use 
I use bacon, and then I use pork picnics, um, because um, it's very specific when it comes to the fat to lean ratio. So it's very, it's much more consistent. Yeah. Um, so what are um, pork picnics? So <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm just thinking about. I was just thinking about it in my head, I'm like pork picnics. So it's um, in the hind quarter. Yeah. And basically, it's a uh, like you know when they do like pulled pork. Yeah, yeah. So that's what they uh, that's what they typically use, mm. and it's just, it's a boneless. It's it got only about twenty percent um, fat in it, uh, so it works really well for these for these snack sticks. That's awesome. Um, and so these these are a little bit fattier than our than our jerky. By the way, I love the jerky. Um, it's yeah. really good. Yeah. Well, thank you. This thank might you. be my favorite. I like the maple one a lot. It's it's so I like the what was this one the, the spicy um, spicy one yeah. That's my favorite too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the maple's kind of growing on me. Yeah, we sell more of that on Amazon than mm-hmm. than anything else. Oh yeah, so where where can people find your stuff? Um, well, the jerky snack sticks is mostly just on our website uh-huh. and online. Then there's also I work with a lot of like uh, like breweries and coffee mm-hmm. shops around town. Which coffee shops? Uh, yeah. Um, there's the the coffee joint on Irving, um, Brew Coffee Works on Lawrence. You've been there. That one. Um, is that where Dark Matter is? No. Oh no. So Brew actually they do their own roasting. Okay. He actually was when I had a uh, a kitchen on Lawrence. Mm-hmm. He would actually his roasting facility was in my kitchen. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, actually, that, that you should have him on as a as for a sure. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, we gotta hit that guy up. Now. Yeah, and so he sells our stuff, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, he makes amazing. Corey awesome. is his name. Um, he makes amazing, amazing beans. Mm. We, but, we love coffees too, so it's a... As you can tell. Yes, totally. <laughs> uh, you should totally, because he would... Uh, and he does like uh, the Montrose Farmer's Market oh, um, during the summer. okay. So we, uh, as as fellow entrepreneurs, we kind of stick around and help each other. That's exactly. Awesome. Yeah, That's how it should support be. Support each other. Totally. And so I, I really love the, the brewing community. Mm-hmm. Um, we work with a lot of like craft beer mm-hmm. yeah. um, or distillery. Because yeah. one of your products has uh, it does. ale. It does. Is it white ale? It's a, it's a wheat ale, ale. from yeah. uh, uh, from two brothers. It's the mm-hmm. Abel's Weiss. Nice. Um, so yeah, we're actually, we're going to be launching that into Whole Foods starting January. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so. crazy. I'll probably, as soon as I eat that, I'm going to turn red. Because <laughs> as you? soon as I have alcohol, any kind of yeah. alcohol. Oh, I don't know. It's, only, it's it's in an 8% of the yeah. sausage, so you're talking. Who like knows? Very, and I think it gets light. cooked out, most of the alcohol. Yeah. Dude, I'll smell alcohol and I'll try it. <laughs> really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's not that, that bad. It's not that bad. I was actually, I worked, I have an, I should have uh, brought some, I had an experimental jerky I was trying to do in mm. old-fashioned. Mm. Ooh. Um, it didn't turn out that well. No? I mean, I'm I have like it's it's like there's a good idea on paper, mm-hmm. but then I mean it was like pretty strong. Like you could taste, you could taste the whiskey. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I was like, hmm. All right, we'll take this one. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm a, I'm a very big whiskey guy, so yeah, yeah. I'm down to try that, mm-hmm. like hands down. Mm. Yeah, we had an opportunity with like a uh, a liquor store. Mm-hmm. Um, they had this like a hundred chain, and they just put it on there. But it was like, yeah. What about CBD infused? <sighs> oh, so I went down that road too. See, oh. I, I, ch- I, yeah, and uh, so with food, um, it's you l- leave yourself open for a whole set of legal issues. Mm-hmm. So I consulted a couple um, different attorneys on this, and uh, it all kind of came back in the same kind of breath, where it's like. You can do it, but um, you just can't sell it here. No, you could. And what I was going to do, you, well, USDA wouldn't allow it okay. because it's all state regulated. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, state by state. So I'd have to find a state facility. Like so, USDA that that means that I can sell throughout um, multi states. So um, I would I was going to look into like a um, a state inspected shop to do it mm-hmm. and um, it just it seemed more headache than and one one piece was like well you know your competitors could be, just be like slap a little law lawsuit on you and then it's like that's all I'm going to be dealing with for I'm like it's not worth some it some years mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So we're like, we're just going to. Mm. But I do have some cool new stuff coming. And I didn't bring it. I, I, uh, I should have. Um, I totally forgot. Well, you, you can't talk about it yet, right? I can. Why not? Oh. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's coming out. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm really happy with it. Do you, do you want to talk about it? <laughs> sure. sure, why not? Yeah, because no, sure. in the email, you were like, there's some new stuff I, yeah. I, want, I can't talk about yet. Oh, I think so. Okay. I think we're good. Okay. Well, that was a while ago, though. Yeah, now yeah. we're moving. We're, we're, I, and the beauty is moving small fast. and lean. We can move as fast Dang. as we possibly can. Okay. Um, so it's a, um, basically, I'm still using the same Berkshire pork, mm-hmm. um, but I'm going to be adding, uh, it's 40% plant-based. Oh. But not like plant-based that's like pea protein and, mm-hmm. and you know, coconut, you know, palm oil or whatever. This is actually like real plants, like that come from the ground. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, you know, it's like palm yeah, oils, yeah, yeah. like they're, you know, well, it's, like, home, it's like, like huh. it's, yeah, it's, it, you know, uh, so yeah, we're, um, happy with the first, first run. We're going to do another run, um, probably next week, mm-hmm. um, just to dial in a couple, um, some specs on it, but, uh, it's flavors are amazing I actually cooked it up this morning uh, and so so is this gonna be like is this gonna be like a uh, a sausage yeah it's gonna okay. be it'll be a it'll be a smoked sausage okay. um, fully cooked basically it'll be both food service and retail well it'll take a while for retail to get going yeah uh, because we gotta get label approval but we'll um, uh, we'll be launching our, our food service side um, next month oh wow so food service as in like Hotels, restaurants. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I can slap a black and white label. We can go. It's it's and so that's awesome. So that's yeah. We're and uh, so and then I will present it to my distributors and then like, we'll sure. take it from there. So it's and it's basically yeah. it's um, you know everyone's trying to be a little more mindful of yeah. what they eat. Yeah. Um, you know, from a sustainability perspective, <laughs> and this is just our offering to to kind of a work with still those family farmers that are still doing it right, raising hogs the right yeah. way. But at the same time, it's like, oh, well, maybe let's eat less meat. Well, here's a encased meat that has literally 40% vegetables in it. It's not like, you know, these, you know, we're not promoting, you know, deforestation from Malaysia or, mm-hmm. um, you know, with palm oil and stuff like that. We're yeah. actually just using, like, vegetables that come from the Midwest, just like, you know, a hog. So the, your, um, your vegetables are still going to be, like, kind of, like, locally sourced? Yeah, totally. So it's okay. like... Um, I'll, my source right now, I mean, the actual company is, you know, mm-hmm. based in the Western suburbs. Okay. But then, you know, they'll source it as local as possible. But we're talking like, you know, it'll be like kale mm-hmm. and a lot of it, um, is like legumes. So black beans, white beans, yeah. lentils, mm-hmm. um, mushrooms, corn, uh, poblano peppers, chilies, yeah. things of those nature. It, nothing's like, and there's no spices. So that's yeah. the other cool thing is like, there's no... Um, it's really just, it's flavored because of the vegetables that I added, which is kind of interesting. I know. I I had like an epiphany, you know, like like when I think of legumes, right? I just immediately think of like bean paste. Yeah. For the most part. No, but these are actually like, you can actually see the, the black beans. beans. The the problem is right now with this, the, the, and part of the reason I didn't want to show you guys is because it's not up to where I think you will, you know. Mm-hmm. where it should be mm-hmm. um, where I just feel like it's the meat's a little bit too coarse okay. it needs to be ground a little bit more and then I think the vegetables need to spend just a little time yeah. in the grinder as well Chris do you go camping at all? I don't go camping necessarily yeah I go I do a lot of fishing though okay mm-hmm. right so well like, this is then yeah this is your your go to I here. pretty much like as a kid growing up yeah or um, the snack sticks Snack sticks, jerky. Yeah. That's kind of like my go-to. And um, for like the longest time, my dad and uncle would only just make it like a day trip. Mm-hmm. But as we got older, you know, um, we started spending a night or two nights, you know, just kind of hanging out, fishing and doing that thing. And it was pretty intense. Because in my head like the first year I did that with um, my dad and my um, uncle mm-hmm. like man, I can't live off of like you know jerky <laughs> and like meat sticks all day yeah. you know I'm just gonna be very constipated yeah. unfortunately yeah <laughs> so 
that's when like my dad would just be okay he'll bring in like um in a cooler he'll bring like some vegetables and yeah. some uh, protein products and rice and we just go up to the um we would have like a little uh lodging right mm-hmm. off of the um the little ramp where you um, would offload your boats mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we just stay there and just eat some more vegetables right, right? <laughs> to kind of supplement the amount of uh jerky we were eating right yeah and yeah it's just like i just remember it as like the most amazing experience you know just growing up as a kid just fishing spending time with like you know your cousins and your uncle and your dad mm-hmm. just fishing even if you don't catch any fish, you know, it's still fun. Right. You know, as kids, you know, you, you do whatever you want yeah. and you can do anything. Yeah. It's that fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go freedom. Yeah. yeah. That's why it's like, I know we both, I don't know if you watched Anthony Bourdain or, you know, he's, yeah, he's yeah. great. Um, yeah, he's, he was, he was, he was incredible. Yeah. yeah. And one thing he drove home all the time was like, eat good food and like, try to mem- make good memories around the food. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the moment I saw you know jerky and sausages i thought family because like we do that a lot too yeah and just traveling so it's very nostalgic and the fact that food can do that and that you play a role in that that's awesome yeah well yeah and yeah food's a huge part of our of mm-hmm. um my family's existence you know we it can be maybe at times yeah. excessive but mm-hmm. um yeah it's it's a big part mm-hmm. of bringing us together mm-hmm. i think it is for for most people yeah and I, but and I think that's you know ever changing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> do you um? So you do you write all the articles on Big Four? Um, I write some of them. Okay. Um, I I sometimes outsource. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can, if I find the right people. Yeah. Um, it all depends. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's why I brought up the camping. Yeah. Yeah, because okay. I don't. Um, how long do these do jerkies normally last? If preserved, uh, right? With pre- with preservatives, so these are all preservative free. Um, with preservatives, you get usually around a year and a half to two years, mm-hmm. which is crazy yeah. long. Like you don't need to, yeah, no. you know, that's that's really long. Well, I mean, if you if it takes you two years to sell your product, <laughs> you should probably be in a different business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, <clears throat> with with ours, it's uh, it's a year shelf life from manufacturing. Mm-hmm. And um, it really has more to do once you get um, once you take out the moisture. Moisture is your your is your culprit there. Yeah. Because, yeah. Um, if if you can take out the moisture and you have your your pH where you need to need to be and your salt level because your salts are basically your preservative. Um, you don't need to add the preservative mm-hmm. in there. Um, and it's it's really a good. Film is is really important, mm-hmm. and uh, that's I think the next thing that's going to be moving on in the food world is really um, it really bothers me is the amount of plastic. You know, plastic is so yeah. much part of. I mean, this is. Yeah. Um, but Very it drives, sorry, everyone. <laughs> yeah, but it, I mean, it, but it, it's yeah. it's a it's <clears throat> ambiguous to our lives, um, but it's really it's it's unfortunate that um, we'll be there soon um, in the food world. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm talking with some some big, uh, big players that have that have some stuff in in Europe, mm-hmm. and so it'll be moving to the U.S. soon. That's okay. basically 100 compostable. That's awesome. But yeah. the problem is the shelf life is going to shrink. Yeah, because that's there. Um, it'll start to degrade about six months. Oh. So it's going to turn our cycle of how, you know, how often we're going to have to make this stuff. Mm-hmm. And where we can sell it, um, so that's going to be some, and and hopefully there'll be some technology changes. Yeah. So because it needs to happen, it's just uh, it, it drives me crazy. Yeah, I know. Um, the amount of plastic that's in our lives, and um, so that's our that's a new push for me mm-hmm. it, it, from from a big fork perspective is really trying to mm-hmm. push that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sorry to backtrack, but Sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, what. Did did you go through all the new products yet? You, you so the first one was plant based, right? Yeah. So well, I'm so I've got three flavors that are plant based. Okay. So that and that's I'm just gonna we're gonna launch it that way. Yeah. Yeah. And we're gonna see um, on the food service side, and then uh, if we can get um, a big uh, retailer to, we'll we'll probably pull a, an exclusivity with a retailer for six to twelve months, and then and open it up to yeah. others. 
So depending on um, who we get. So, how many states are you in right now? I mean, food service wise, we're almost in every in at least the lower forty eight. You can pretty much get anywhere through um, Cisco European imports. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, on the retail side, it's it's definitely much more Midwest focused. Mm. We're you know in all the Whole Foods throughout the Midwest, um, and then we have pockets everywhere. Um, but then with the jerky and snack sticks, we can kind of ship these directly to anyone. Right. So um, it just kind of, it really kind of depends. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there are people and there's like a couple stores in Tennessee that I'm selling to. There's a couple, yeah. you know, it just, it and I'll just ship them direct too. Yeah. I'll just throw in an order. And, <clears throat> so it's kind of. That's the beauty of online, like grocery shopping. That, and, <coughs> and the beauty of a. A dried, right? You know, where I can ship it around, mm-hmm. and it's not going to cost them an arm and a leg. Yeah, you know? because that's that's a hard thing about sausage is that it's that cold supply chain that needs to go all the way from, you know, it needs to be frozen from our manufacturer. Yep. All the way to their at the end user. Yeah. So that's that requires trucking and logistics. Is it? So that that and that that's been a big. This has been a, a great opportunity to try new things because. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you shipping anything to Japan yet? No. <laughs> that would be awesome. And there is a Bacon Fest Japan, too. You gotta go. Really? You do it. Yeah. Same guys that do Iowa. <clears throat> they have one in Iceland and one in Japan. And so you know, that those, sounds right? awesome. I will, yeah. As soon as we as soon as we get an account in Japan, dude. I'm there. I'm there. It's gonna be awesome. For that sure. Sounds, wow, I didn't know they had a bacon fest in Japan. Yeah, they just had it like last month. Wow. Oh shoot. So that's yeah. real new, real yeah. fresh. Yeah. Same with Iceland? Just it's They did that. I think they do that in October. Basically, okay. the guys that, um, they're some great guys in Iowa, yeah. and uh, they I think they do some hunting in Iceland. Okay. And so they're like, oh, we'll <laughs> do a bacon fest. And so they like, extended <laughs> their trip. Another nice. Oh, man. And then all of, it, it evolved, and, um, and, it's, and then with Japan, it's, I think, um, I don't know, they're... They're they're a cool cool bunch, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just no, another podcast right you can yeah. take this on the road. For sure. Yeah. What's uh, their name? What the group that runs it? It's uh, well, it's uh, Blue Ribbon Bacon Fest. Blue Ribbon Bacon. I, Fest. I'd be happy to introduce oh. you to those guys. Okay. Yeah. Do they ever I think have any? In they were the one that um, kind of like I remember you sent us a video in the email. They're the ones that held the one in Colorado, correct? Yeah, they did yeah. one in Keystone. Yeah, I've been there a couple times. Okay. Um, yeah, they're a good good group of guys. That's awesome. Yeah, we should start going to these fests and just like, man, start a, a new down. show where we film just testing out food. I'm I'm so down that's to do that. Idea. You know, yeah, yeah that's another idea right there. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm really down to do that. Yeah, yeah. There actually there are a couple. Uh, last time I was at Bacon Fest, there some some podcaster influencer um, folks that were were they that, Asian. Yes, <laughs> Timothy De La Ghetto probably. Maybe. I don't yes, know. I, I, yeah. I mean, okay. you guys actually. Look, I mean, not to. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's no. Okay. But it was like one of those like. It was. Um, it was like a tall guy and a short guy, right? Yes, dude, that's oh, super, that's high, super high energy, and yes. they like that's them. Yeah. And they 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 tried our so we do a bacon sauce a bacon wrap bacon sausage mm-hmm. at the at the I, event. I think I saw this. Up. Oh. You probably yeah. I didn't see that one. And they tried, yeah, so that was Bacon Fest in Iowa. Oh, man, that's and wild. they, uh, it's, it's a, it's a shit show, if I can say that. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a party. Yeah. It's not like the one here in Chicago. This one, he, you know, the one in Chicago, it, which is, it's great, but it's very prescribed and it's, it's all about the food. Yeah. Where in the Iowa, it's all, it's all about the party. Yeah. So. It's, it's, you, you said you went to school there too, right? I went to school. Uh, I, I grew up in, in, in Iowa. I went to school in Montana. Yeah. Montana. Yeah. Okay. And then culinary Ooh. school in Denver. Wow. When you yeah, when I think of Montana, the first thing I think of is just like Moose. open pastures. Yeah, a lot of a lot of yeah. good mountains. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. always been wanting to go good to rivers. Um, fishing's amazing. Yeah, you're gonna talk about fishing. Yeah, I want to fish. That's the place to fish. I should start a fishing channel. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. Uh, just start all these channels yeah. right See, now. It's, the idea is it's always yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, I've always had these ideas, too. Yeah. Just like you. Yeah. It's just kind of like... The execution, is, that's the yeah. hard part. I mean, it's kind of... I feel like we're a broken record for always bringing this up, but, like, even this podcast was kind of like a... Um, 
we just went for it. Yeah. Like, we've, we both it. have been talking about it for a few months mm-hmm. prior. Um, yeah, we both use, we both still work in um, the same company, but uh-huh. prior to the our current company, we met at another job. And funny enough, we found out that we were related. We're cousins. Yeah. Far, you, far we, removed. Yeah, it's weird. You didn't know. Nope. No. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, it's really weird. That's cool. Like, we've I, probably met as kids during like um family like uh like meetings where yeah. like, you know they would come together. Or yeah. Like that. yeah. That's wild. But we never personally met each other. Yeah. And imagine if you were dating a girl and she's like, "Oh wait, we're cousins." What the? Like, <laughs> no, that's thanks. fucked up. I'd like pass. <laughs> so, do you both have like really big families? Is that? Um. So my immediate family over here is actually, I would say it's. it's Reasonable. It's yeah. reasonable. Um, it's not too bad. Um, and then, like, my extended family, so, like, my first cousins and my aunts and uncles, that kind of makes it a bit bigger. Yeah. And, and then from there, we have, you know, the other relatives that are kind of related through marriage yeah. that's yeah. just scattered across the U.S. Mm-hmm. So the whole family, yeah, is big, is here, but... As for immediate family, is like we're kind of centrated in Chicago. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I don't have any family in Chicago. <laughs> Used to had an aunt and an uncle, but mm-hmm. now it's just you. Now, now we're just creating our own. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. What um as an entrepreneur, how do you when do you know when to turn off like work? Because I know. Ooh, yeah, that's... That's a big one. That is a big one. I know for a lot of entrepreneurs, like... You can work, burn, 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 burn. And then there were a couple of years where it was like, I was burning yeah. hard. Yeah. And it was like, it was go time. And it was... Mm-hmm. Um, and now I think it's, you, you hit this, you kind of hit a wall at some mm-hmm. point where you're like, I can't, I, I, I'm like, I need to have a little bit more of a life I need to yeah. see the family I need to see my friends mm-hmm. I need to have a little more balance and you know but it, it, it still ebbs and flows I mean honestly um, even lately it's just um, you know it's a, this is a busy time for us because we're selling direct to con- consumer business so we're doing a lot of you know you know online orders oh man so I, did you guys have like a Black Friday thing too yeah we did oh man we did I can't even imagine Cyber Monday was huge for us okay. it was our like, biggest um, biggest single day sales we've had um, direct to consumer so that was it was good but then at the same time we still have all the these other orders coming in Mm -hmm. and then I'm now you know creating these new products so it's like part of it I just put the stuff on myself you know and you know we're you know pulling two products from Whole Foods and adding two more so it's like it's a it's a it's a dance right now but Mm -hmm. you know I feel like also everyone's pushing right now because it's like before the holiday time Mm -hmm. I just felt like and, you know, as an entrepreneur, you gotta, you, you know, the buck stops with me. You know, it's yeah. like so I gotta do it, or yeah. else it's not gonna get done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll work a little bit on Saturday. You know, I put in like three, four hours yesterday, mm-hmm. but I feel way better, and I'm not gonna work tonight. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I try not to respond to emails. Yeah. Um, part of it's just focusing. Um, I've become. I've learned to become. Uh, more efficient on mm-hmm. you know okay like my Mondays it's like I ship out samples and you know there's I just I try to block these things mm-hmm. where um, you know before I was kind of like frenetic yeah. and you're doing like everything that you would do like now in blocks but yeah. you do it all in one day and then yes. you do the same thing the next day next day next day yeah well uh, yeah they do you know and then you know maybe Tuesday it'll be focusing on sales mm-hmm. and just Sales, sales, sales all day long. How big is your team? Uh, your, your immediate team? It's just me, myself, and I. Damn. I mean, I, I outsource a lot of, like, the, today's, like, the way it works. I mean, I have, like, sales brokers. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have an accountant. I have a bookkeeper. Um, and then I have, I outsource a lot. I, I, I work with Fiverr. Um, okay. Oh, Fiverr, yeah. They're yeah. not a sponsor of this podcast, probably. But they're not, unfortunately. <laughs> It'd be pretty awesome, though. It'd be pretty awesome. They Shout are, out to Fiverr. <laughs> um, it's, it's been a great source. Yeah. Like, for these uh, these new labels, for these new sausages. Oh, this, uh, it's crazy. So I, um, 
I hired these guys. Yep. And they're like, oh, we're from Venezuela. I was like, oh. What? I was like, um, no, because you go, you yeah. were from all over. And I was like, well, I studied in, in Venezuela. Where are you guys from? Merida. And I was like, no way. I went to, that's where I, I, I lived in, in, in Merida, which is like the mountainous part mm-hmm. of Venezuela. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's so awesome. it's like, it was really a nice little neat story. Yeah. And so they're working on uh, the artwork. You know, like I got it to a point where I was like, okay, here's my vision. Here's the, the story of how I want the, what it to look like. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I can spend another 30 hours on this. Yeah. But I'm not, that's not my, you know, I'm not, I, I've taught myself all these things through like YouTube basically. Yeah. I'm Likewise. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. And you're like, okay, well, I, I'm, this is not my skill set. Yeah. And for a few hundred bucks, they will get me to the finish line. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, you know, do the finishing touches, you know, right. some of the copy yeah. and all it's that It's an stuff. investment for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, you know, things like that. It's like I have a pain with my website. It's See, like that's that's just crazy, right, to, like, imagine. Because, like, if you if you were, like, just dial it back, like, maybe 20, 30 years ago, right? Five. Even five years ago? Yeah. yeah. So, like, as an entrepreneur, right, like, just five years ago. Yeah. To outsource and to kind of like have it run your own business and to be able to be in contact with all these people like across the country and yeah. then across the globe, right? It's like, it's unheard of, right? Totally. Like labor costs and everything like that just to kind of handle that would be through the roof. And then now yeah. it's like with the access of the internet and kind of like all these other um companies or these startups like Fiverr right where you found your um your graphic artists yeah. to kind of create these labels for your um for your product yeah they're in Venezuela and you're able to connect with them make that vision and then yeah. have them do this totally and just like, five years ago as an entrepreneur this was probably unheard of or very not even in the books to mm-hmm. even think about oh right yeah and it's like it, it's entrepreneurs that are helping other entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. It's like this wonderful little yeah. um, symbiotic relationship that we have. And yeah, like I got pictures for our jerky and snack sticks. Like yeah. I did like the rudimentary pictures just to put them up. Yeah. And it's been one of those things that's been bugging me for a long time. And finally I'm like, okay, just go do it. Yeah. So I found the right person on Fiverr, shipped them out the stuff. They sent it back. And like I didn't even open up the email for three days because I was like, I'm so busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then finally... I uploaded them up to Amazon, and I swear to God, our sales are like, you. I could tell a difference between when I uploaded those and our sales now. It's like chink. Yes. Yeah. Wow. It's great, and I'm like, why didn't I do this a year ago? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and you're kind of like, yeah. okay. So, you know, going back to, I think, you know, it's unfortunate that I'm I I, I sometimes you, you know in by myself. It would be nice to have a partner. Mm. Um, you guys are doing this together because yeah. you guys can bounce off questions. But well, your I, wife helps you, right? She, well, yes, yes, yeah. she helps me. She helps me talk through a lot of different things. Mm. I try not to involve her in too many things, just because you know she's got her own full time job, and yeah. you know mine can be annoying yeah. at times. Um, but I also I keep in touch with a lot of other entrepreneurs, okay. and we meet up for a beer and just kind of like bounce off ideas. Totally, yeah, yeah. totally. Yes. I feel like that's the beauty behind it. It's like when you actually have like-minded people, mm-hmm. right, that are kind of like in, not necessarily in the same industry, but like, you know, doing this, doing everything on their own, just like you are, you're more easily able to relate to them and they can understand where you're coming from a lot yeah. easier yeah. than it would be like, you know, for instance, like, you know, friends that like, you know, work a nine to five and people that are kind of like, on this high horse where it's like I'm gonna go the safe route you know and just do mm-hmm. this for the rest of my life and then have a safe um, you know uh, safety net to kind of like fall back on and then you have us that are kind of like in the middle still right because right. we still need to make money to kind of like fund the podcast mm-hmm. and everything like that of course no. I... but yeah it's like it's crazy you know like when you meet those people like the like minded people it's like yeah. the amount of positive energy that they kind of spew is really mm-hmm. Really crazy, mm-hmm. you know, considering that everyone's got their own struggles and they're kind of like making their ends meet as well. And they're just so positive still. It, it's it. sometimes I, I feel entrepreneurs, they you have to lie to yourself almost at times. <laughs> yeah, you do. And because if you're really um, if you're really honest 
about how things are going, if you're truly honest, yeah, you're never going to succeed. Nope. Like you have to actually like say, yeah, everything's fine, everything's great. Yeah. When you know, it's you're like, looking oh, at, man, at drowning all, you know, when this. you're looking at the finances, and you're like, okay, no, this is not okay. This is not okay. Yeah. yeah. But I mean that. But that's why. For the first five years when I started uh, Big Fork, I was consulting. It was like, I needed that. I yeah. needed that money coming in. Yeah. Um, and and then just slowly as our sales grew, I was able to transition that out. Now, you know, we I've built a, a scalable company. Yeah. But we're still not, you know, a massive, you know, we're not a, a big brand, but I built the, built the foundation. Yeah. Now it's like, okay, let's... Uh, um, you know, we need a couple lucky shots, and yeah. then we'll take it from there. And then, I, yeah, I'd be excited to hire some people and take it to the next level. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So, a- any reason behind the name Big Fork? Is it Big Fucking Pork? <laughs> oh, God. that's what I was thinking of. No, but <laughs> that's um, a good one, though. I haven't heard that. Yeah, no. actually, it's funny. Most people say it. Well, a lot of people are like, "Oh, Big Pork." I'm like, "It's actually Big Fork." You know, and then sometimes they just let it slide. Ah. Um, but it's actually um, coming back from uh, my Montana roots. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Fork is a, a town oh. in Montana. And uh, basically, I actually, um, my, I've got a weird uh, family background with pigs. Like my, I grew up, uh, I'm a family of sailors. My, my, my dad lives on a lake and he's had a boat name that's called Hogwild from ever from like 19 all these little hints so yeah it was yeah i know it's weird yeah. and then so my boat was like all hogwash my brother's who was older was hogwild too and then it was like it went from there you know as we moved into your dad made these names for you guys we'd yeah and then he'd make these raunchy t-shirts and That's it was like hilarious. all like you know who planted it and so yeah it was very it. it's been oh, built man. it's been cooked in somehow yeah, it's like it. been my destiny and so, um, and we were going to call it Hog Wild um, after uh, my, my dad's initial, but then we looked into the, and so my wife's, um, she's in law, mm-hmm. so she was able to help with all the, the, the trade, the trade, trademark, and um, the, it was very crowded in, um, when it comes to, like, the, the trademark of Hog Wild, mm-hmm. there's like, six or seven other trademarks mm-hmm. and it was just like it was advised stay away from it so we had to kind of pivot when we first started the business and she she came up with the idea she was like why don't you just call it Big Fork I was like huh like okay yeah. let's do it let's move on it's like <laughs> there you go and sometimes it's like you know how like you can cat you know you, you're as an entrepreneur you kind of like some things will you know you'll hang up on a on a name or something that would like stop you from actually moving forward. Yeah. When she'd just be like, okay, forget about it. Let's move. Let's deal with everything else. And then we'll figure this on. And it's like, that was the whole name thing was like slowing us down. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, fine. Let's just go. Let's go with big fork. Let's move I remember, on. I remember that. It's like, yeah, we were at a coffee shop. We're like, what, what should we call this? Funny enough, we were at, yeah, at, yeah. A, at a friend's coffee shop. And we were trying to figure stuff out at the same time. And then I don't know how we just kind of like came up with the idea of um, the eating cast. Yeah. As eating became an acronym. Yeah, because for... eating, it's capital E and T and eating. For yeah. Eating and talking. Okay. So yeah. it just kind of worked out. We're like, oh, yeah. it worked out. Yeah, it just somehow worked out. I don't know how. Yeah. But like you said, um, that being able to move past that, that's like the first barrier. It doesn't even have to be a barrier, but... In your mind, I think it is. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, and sometimes you just have to like push it to the side. Yeah. All right, we'll figure that out later. Mm-hmm. Let's get all these other things. Because, you know, I mean, starting any businesses, there's just so many pieces involved. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, sometimes, at least for me, it's like, ah, but I haven't done this. And this is these steps that I take. Like, yeah, I think for us, like, I skip up very moment. early on, too. It was just <clears throat> because it was just that thing, right? It was just that idea. You know, we we're just like, throwing it out there and then we had those friends that were like you should really think about doing this we really think it'd be a good idea mm-hmm. and then literally one of our buddies <clears throat> said you know what I'll get you the microphone cool got us the microphone and then we're like 
And then he was like, what's holding you back now? <laughs> yeah, no, because so, yeah, he's like, I got it for you. Know? Like, yeah, and then now we were he's like, like you. Yeah. And then we were like, man, nothing. Yeah. Right? No, we just you had no to, excuses now. Yeah, I'm like, like, all right, we, we gotta, go. gotta go do it now. Get started. Like, now it's just time. Now it's just a little time. And yeah. yeah. Literally put your mouth, money where your mouth is. Like, oh, yeah. shit. Okay. And slowly but surely, we're getting a little bit more. Does that soundproof into yeah. 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 See, improve yeah. that uh, yeah. audio quality? But mm-hmm. for sure. You kind of learn as you go as, an, as a of course. An entrepreneur, yeah. right? Okay. Um, you make mistakes. Mm-hmm. But just yeah. that's learn from them. That's all. My advice is I just try not to. Duplicate the same mistake. Yeah. They say turn your L's into lessons, right? <laughs> yeah. Don't take them as a loss. Yeah. Um, and going back to you know how you you meet up with entrepreneurs or you have friends that support your work, I feel like what the real ones are not the ones that are are yes men. Like yeah, you should do this. Yeah, you should do that. You should have people that are also super cool. ground you and yeah. are critical. And like yep. yeah, you should kind of think about this. Like oh, you know yeah. yeah I use my kids all the time because they're brutally honest. Yeah. Do with like new products. And like, I don't like this one. Oh, yeah. They're like, they don't care, you know? Yeah. Um, Would you put it in this? I feel funny. Yeah. <laughs> no. Let's not go that route now. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Um, right. Cool. Uh, so that's pretty so, much it. Any questions? They, uh, no, we didn't. No, we didn't get questions. Oh, man. Yeah, not Come on, guys. I know. <laughs> it's all good. But yeah, so um, I guess with that said, um. My thing is now is like, what is like, you know, kind of like one thing that if you had to leave, you know, like our listeners, you know, yeah. kind of like from everything, everything that you've uh, been through, what's yeah. one piece of advice aside from what we just talked about? Yeah. Uh, would you leave um, our listeners in time and pretty much whether they're in that middle point, you know, when wanting to jump the gun from their nine to five to actually pursue their passions, people in school trying to figure out what they want to do, or even just professional people wanting yeah. to start something on the side. I mean, I think um, some people are are made to be entrepreneurs. Some mm-hmm. people are made to be leaders. Some people are made to be worker bees. You gotta, I think it's all about understanding who you are mm-hmm. and have a good self reflection upon and an honest um, about who, you know, who you are as a yeah. person. Because, you know, yeah, it's, it, you know, uh, it might be cool to be like the next Elon Musk, but like there's only certain people that can do that, you know? I mean, and, yeah, I and y- y- you know, I mean, the, the thing is, is like, I, I love being an entrepreneur, but I also, I love getting my hands dirty and working. Mm. Like, I'm also kind of a worker bee. Yeah. So I, um, and as an entrepreneur, you have to be. Yeah. Um, but I'm not, I'm, I will tell you right now, like, I'm probably, um, you know, if this, if Big Four goes, I am probably not, like, the CEO boss. Like, that's not my role. Like I'm more of an entrepreneur. Yeah. Like I know that. Like if this goes big, like I'm not gonna be there to manage people. Mm-hmm. I'm not a good manager. Like I am one of those people that's like I can lead through example. Yeah. But if this goes and you know we get twenty people and it's gonna be one of those where I'm gonna get kicked out and you know and be and I'll be happy with it. You'll be like, yeah. okay, I'm done and I'm moving on. And I'm gonna do something else. Wow. So, um, no, but I, like that's, I, I know where I fit really well. And I think, mm-hmm. I think as, as a listener, I think it's really have a, you know, under, you know, figure out where, where you, where you fit in, in the, yeah. in the, uh, in the puzzle of, of, of a business. Mm-hmm. And then, and, uh, you know, I, cause it's, 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 it's a struggle at mm-hmm. times, but you know, as long as you have a firm understanding of, you know what you do best, yeah, or, or what brings you joy too, yeah, yeah. And also, like, if you can keep the day job, keep and then do this side hustle on the side, I mean, so what? So yeah. you work a little bit more. So mm-hmm. you're, you know, yeah, your friends are watching the Bears game right now, but while you're working, you know what? That's okay. That's really I'll right. take that. You know, <laughs> like I, yeah. I'm, but I'm not afraid of work. You know, I think yeah. it's like if you are afraid of work keep your day job and mm-hmm. just be that worker bee, you know? Mm-hmm. A quick follow-up for that is yeah. how do you keep that passion burning without, you know, um, 
feeling burnt out because you're chasing that passion. That's what you love to do. So. Totally. Yeah. I mean, part of it's like I keep doing new new products. Um, this, you know, when before I launched the jerky and snack sticks, it was just the sausage, and it was I was getting totally burnt out. Okay. This totally reinvented um, and gave me a whole like it filled my sail. Like mm-hmm. it was, I was often sailing. You know, it was great. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think, part of it. Because that's also, I was learning new things, like learning, you know, like designed our website. Yeah. You know, like that was a huge, great, cool learning process. I'm always trying to push myself and get out of just, you know, the, get out of the kitchen and, you know, being just a chef. It's like, that's a tough work, but it's also, I wanted to do other things. And that's mm-hmm. what I think I love about business. I think the same thing with most entrepreneurs it's like oh wow we can uh, learn how to design like I designed all yeah. this not that these are it's technically all that great you know the labels and all that stuff but I did all that you know and it was stuff you learn on YouTube and yeah. that's the other beautiful thing that we live in the day that we're you know it's like you have any questions no excuses you no teach, excuses you can totally. teach yourself yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes yeah yeah so that's and that's the beauty behind it too it's like you have we're in a day and age where if you if whatever you need, it's literally in your fingertips. Mm-hmm. You know, in terms of like if you need to learn how to code, if you need to learn how to edit, if you need to learn how to kind of like um oh let's say, you know, you've never cooked before, you know, and you need a quick recipe for the holidays. It's totally. like, okay, awesome. I got that. Here's or if you don't thing. want to do it, you can outsource it too. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's like now you can yeah. 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 And if yeah. you can't afford internet or whatever, <laughs> library card is free. Yes. Right? right? Mm-hmm. It is. And I yeah. yeah. I mean, so just go to the library. Yeah. And That's true. They've got some cool stuff at the library. Yeah. Last, our library down in our neighborhood, they have like two mm-hmm. 3D printers now. What? Wait, what? Yeah. Is it the, <laughs> the shelter in, on, on, on Lincoln Ave? It's, you know, Lincoln Square? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Two, it, like we were, it's the teen, it's the, they have like this teenage group um, area. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, there's two 3D printers. It was so sick. Wild. Sweet. Yeah, I'm like, Huh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so but yeah. Everything's at our fingertips. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. no excuses. Um, right. Any last uh, promotions you want to... Oh, God, no. I mean, it's... No. Um, yeah, Big Fork Brands. That's our uh, bigforkbrands.com okay. website. Um, yeah, Instagram, Big Fork Brands. Yeah, support uh, support small local businesses yeah. wherever they are. Um, exactly. Because all that money goes back to the community. Awesome. And again... Lance, we just want to say thank you for coming on. Thank you, guys. And to our listeners and our viewers, we just want to thank you guys for tuning in on this episode. And we will see you, or actually, before I even close it. Oh, yes. You want to plug Uh, this in? Yes. To our (coughs) listeners, remember, subscribe to our YouTube, follow us on Instagram. I'm always um, opening up the question box, so DM us whenever we have guests. We we love our participation that you guys Mm -hmm. give us. Um, And don't forget to review and rate our podcast on apple podcast spotify so and youtube as well yeah yeah yeah. we love the support thank you everyone thank you and we'll catch you guys on the next one take care bye-bye bye-bye